listening to Accent of the Podcast. Today, I hope you learned something new in English. In each episode, I interview a guest who has a distinct English accent. This gives all those English learners out there a variety of accents to listen to and try to understand. On today's episode, you will hear from Stephen, who is English, and he is the podcast host of Send7. Wow, welcome to episode 40. I can't believe I'm already here and I've made 40 episodes since February last year. That's crazy. So on today's episode, I am going to be speaking to Stephen, who has a really cool podcast for English learners. It's so good. It's compact. It's seven minutes of the news. So he collects all the biggest world news stories and then delivers it for learners of English. So in a very clear way and with language that intermediate English learners would understand. There's so much in this episode, so I'm just going to get straight into the vocabulary and terms used that I want to clarify for you. So one of the terms I used was acronym. I asked Stephen what the SEND acronym actually means because SEND is spelt S-E-N-D and it's all capital or uppercase letters. So when that happens with a word, that means that each letter of that word represents another word. And so SEND7 stands for Simple English News Daily, and the 7 at the end of it, it's in seven minutes. So instead of saying Simple English News Daily all the time, the podcast is SEND7, and it's easier for people to say. So we have lots of acronyms in Australia, maybe Some of you can email me some other acronyms Uh, off the top of my head. One acronym I know is the famous Australian airline called Qantas. And Qantas actually stands for Queensland and Northern Territory Aerial Services. So, yeah, that's something new. If you knew the Australian airline Qantas, it's actually an acronym. Another word mentioned was continents. Now, There are seven continents in the world, and those are Europe, Asia, North America, South America, Antarctica, Africa, and I like to say Australia because when I was growing up, we were told that Australia is a continent country. However, in other places, they don't call it Australia, they call it Oceania, And that includes New Zealand and all the little islands that surround Australia. So that brings me to another word that was mentioned in the podcast. It all depends on perspective. So I guess your perspective is different depending on what country you come from or what you believe or what you see. So it depends. To be a little bit more clearer, a perspective is a point of view. So it depends what country you come from 
And you might not say that Australia is a continent country, or you might have a different point of view to somebody else. And we talk about that because Stephen is delivering the news and what perspective is he presenting to his audience? Because what you think of a world leader could be different depending on which country you come from and what you hear in the media. So it's a very interesting point because I'm sure the news in Russia is completely different to the news in the United States of America because it all depends on their perspective. All right, let's get started. Here is the interview with Stephen. Today I am speaking with Stephen. He is the host and creator of Send7 Podcast. Welcome, Stephen. Hi, Kimberly. Can I call you Kim? Yeah, sure. Why not? A lot of people in Australia do. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So tell us about your podcast. Tell us what the the acronym SEND stands for, please. Yeah. So it's SEND7, which stands for Simple English News Daily in Seven Minutes, which is exactly what it is. Um, so every day, uh, me or my um, co-host Namitha tell... Uh, all of the news of the world, so the the things that we think are the most important, everything which is happening around the world could be politics, could be um, uh, environmental things, could be um, anything that we think is is really relevant to people's lives, and we make it as short and easy to understand as possible. And we always get in some stories from all of the different continents of the world. That's such a great idea. How did you come up with it? Uh, good question. Um, so I think it was massively inspired by the way that I have learned languages myself. I've learned Spanish and French. And I uh, did that partly from going and living in places and partly through school as normal. But also I've always been uh, really enthusiastic about listening to, um, yeah, the news, radio, and, you know, watching television and films and things myself. I, I think that this kind of natural, everyday connection to a language is is really important if you want to improve. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I was thinking uh, when I first listened to your podcast is that... I was told when I was living in France to read the daily newspaper that you get on the metro and yeah. my French teacher was saying to read that it's quite easy language and it, the news is a great way to get to know a yeah. language. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Also because you see the story progress every day. Um, so maybe at the beginning you don't really understand everything, but as it goes along you understand a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, I remember the first time that I was listening to the news in French, I listened to a, a radio station uh, that I could get on the internet. And I think I could only understand maybe 30% or 40%. And then just from listening to like 20 minutes every morning when I woke up, like today I can understand practically everything. Um, 
and yeah, I think it's that that daily connection to the language is 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 just great. Yes, it's so important. I've definitely lost a lot of French since I've been living here, and it's um, yeah. I, I still get to hear it because I hear my husband speak to the kids <laughs> in French, but yeah, I'm not as active fantastic. as I used to be. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of listeners. You've you're you're busy. Uh, you just Tell us a bit about your background with English. I've been uh, teaching English around the world in many different places. Um, I first, I think when I was about uh, 19, I went to France and I worked in some summer camps, um, just uh, playing, you know, games and things like that with children and stuff. And then I went and taught in Spain for a year, um, teaching English in a primary school. And then actually went to uh, Australia, believe it or not, um, where I was not teaching English because your English is very good already. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I did some some other uh, jobs in schools in Australia. I was like a teaching assistant and some other things. And then I taught in India for half a year. And then I taught uh, English in Thailand for a year. Um, and then I went to Argentina, where I've spent the last two years teaching and doing some other various jobs. And then I just came back to England about a year and a half ago. And since being back here, I've been... Uh, a primary school teacher so teaching everything but I like to teach my children a lot of language as well that's fantastic <clears throat> so you've obviously got a love of English but also journalism <laughs> did you ever want to be a journalist yeah yeah and I've, I've had people at random points in my life telling me like oh you should be a journalist um just because I'm so so interested in the world and everything which is happening in the world all the time and yeah i've i've really follow the stories of uh all parts of the world all the time so it's quite natural for me to make the podcast that i make because i'm really genuinely so interested in all of the stories and trying to understand the way that people feel in every place and trying to get all angles of the stories and trying not to be biased as much as possible and trying to make everything very impartial. So yeah, I've, uh, I, I kind of went down the education and language route, but it, if I'd have uh, had a, a different life, I may have just gone straight into being a journalist, but uh, hey, maybe now I'm a bit of both. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because I always wanted to be a journalist and never thought my English was good enough. And then I look at journalism and I was like, I could have been a journalist. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why yeah. in high school did I not pursue that? Because it's yeah. not always bad journalism. But now I'm just wondering, maybe it's the pressure to have news right now and not yeah. clearly editing what you put out there it's i don't know it's it's really interesting the way journalism has changed over the last mm. 20 years or 30 absolutely years. yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. I think what it means to be a journalist today is is very different to what it was 20, 30 years ago. Um, uh, I believe that today more people get their information, their news from social media than from traditional medias, um, which is, uh, you know, kind of good because it, it means that it's more accessible to more people. But then, of course, it can be very bad if um, this uh, is completely unchecked and uh, and people were uh, able to say things without things uh, being uh, well looked into. Um, but I think um, maybe, hey, f- for you and me, Kim, it, maybe it's not too late to call ourselves <laughs> journalists because... Uh, I think if we were looking at a lot of people going into journalism today, I don't think that they would be going through the traditional methods of of going to a newspaper or going to a television channel. I think a lot of people are going to be freelance and um, uh, finding stories themselves and uh, making podcasts like this. So, hey, maybe maybe we are journalists already. That's true. That is true. I, I'm chatting with people all over the world and I'm loving it. And yeah. it's great at a time where a lot of us are restricted. And even though I can't travel, I can speak to people in different parts through the internet and hear their stories. Absolutely. So pretty right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you say it like that, it's a great time to be alive, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. There's definitely <laughs> lots of positives from it i'm listening to stories and traveling through their stories it's cool yeah absolutely yeah yeah so the new stories that you have on send 7 do you mm. recap the most well-known world stories and yeah do you sometimes chuck in something that you want to investigate or create yourself yeah, good question. So the main idea is to really tell the most important stories in the world in seven minutes. So I'll go on to Reuters, news agency and Associated Press, news agency and Al Jazeera, BBC and some other big media organizations and find what they are saying are the most important stories in the world. And then I will read loads from several different sources and then kind of make the shortest version of that story that I can. So that's the general idea. Occasionally, I'm if I'm very lucky, then I'll be able to find a person who is actually there, who has some experience of the story themselves, and they, they can send something in or send something to me to speak about it. Uh, themselves and I absolutely love it when that happens and it doesn't happen enough and it's it's funny actually because I often ask listeners to send in any comments or or opinions that they have about news stories and it happens sometimes like uh, maybe once a week or something like that but uh, not not very often and I'm not sure to what extent it's because people don't want to speak about the news stories happening in their area or to what extent they are embarrassed of their English or something like that. But yeah, so at the moment, the podcast gets about 
maybe uh, 2,000 people listening to it every day, something like that. And they're really from absolutely all over the world. Lots of listeners in Japan, lots of listeners in uh, Korea, Taiwan, Mexico, Brazil, other places in South America, lots of places in Europe, uh, Germany, quite a lot. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd really love to hear more from them. You know, like I'd really like to for them to talk about their firsthand experience of the news that that I'm talking about, you know? It'd be really interesting to see their cultural perspective of the news you're presenting because actually my next question was going to be as you're researching mm-hmm. all these different places that provide the news, how different yeah. are their perspectives? And then what do yeah, you deliver? It, yeah, yeah. S- sometimes um, I have to find a happy medium because sources are so different you know like a really extreme example is in the united states where you have um something like for example fox news and then you have the new york times and it's really interesting to read both of their ways of covering a story because they are uh, kind of quite openly against each other so the the New York Times is quite in favor of the Democrats and um, Fox News is very openly uh, in favor of the Republicans. And yeah, it, it can be uh, really interesting to read two completely opposing stories. And for then, then for me to try and think, right, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. And sometimes if something is just too debatable, uh, then I just have to leave it out. Um, if I think that something is not clearly true enough, then I will just leave it out. I, I prefer to play it safe, if that makes sense. Well, it sounds like you put a lot of research into this and a lot of thought. And um, it's just really good that there is a podcast like yours out there for English learners. It's really cool. Yeah. Kimberly, can I ask you a question? Sure. What is your favourite accent? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I could get in trouble here because I'd probably have to say the French accent because I'm married to a Frenchman. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. It you is, said that. Now you can choose another one. <laughs> it is one of my favourites. Um, and also, oh, geez, what accents do I like? Oh, favourite one. My dad was born in Scotland. Um, he doesn't have a Scottish yeah. accent because he came out here so young. I do like visiting <clears throat> my relatives in Scotland and listening to them speak. Um, yeah, yeah. I did live in Italy and I love the Italian accent. Um, yeah, brilliant. You know what accent I really do like? And this is quite yeah. funny. I like the Boston accent in the USA. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm even totally sure what that is. Um, think of The Departed, the film, um, mm. and I'm not sure if that if they're putting that on too much, but I think of just the Irish background of Boston and um, yeah. maybe I've met some people from Boston that I thought that were quite friendly and, you know, I guess that always sort of sticks with you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Stephen, for coming on the show. <laughs> a pleasure, a pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Yes, and I will definitely be sharing your podcast with my students here in Australia too because I just think seven minutes is nothing and to just listen to mm. something and to understand what's going on in the world is just brilliant. Ah, thanks very much. And likewise, I, I really like the idea of, of Accented. I think it's a, a really great idea for for people to try to understand all sorts of different accents because really the world that we're living in, as well as there being so many native speakers, English is, is also the really dominant language for people speaking to each other in as their second language so it's it's really important for people to try to to understand lots of different accents so your your podcast is a real asset thank you well have a lovely day Stephen. <laughs> thanks very much have a great day bye-bye bye-bye thanks for listening to another episode of accented i'm your host kimberly law Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to kimslawofenglish.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.